Hi, I'm Dr. Gamma Verdian from Dental Lounge. Would you like to increase your success, whether it be personal success or career success? Studies have proven that enhancing your smile can enhance your quality of life in every way. I've seen hundreds of patients for porcelain veneers and smile makeovers with amazing results. Simply tap the banner and book your free consultation and I'll be happy to show you. And best of all, ask about our interest-free payment plans. Dental Lounge Macquarie Street. Create success with your smile. G'day everybody, welcome to the Carlton Show episode uh, in honour of Greg Towns, of course, uh, lovely to be here, good to see you Bagsy. Oh, g'day Andy uh, and Gex, Greg who? Don't be like that. Oh, come on, it's Gecko, Ken, Greg Ken Ta- Hunter, Ken Hunter or nothing. Greg I'm Towns, leaving. Greg Towns. He's a hard-red-headed blood nut. Yeah, and hard. what was Ken Hunter, nothing? Ken Hunter was a superstar, oh, I know there's no people, doubt about that. The people champions are obvious. Hunter, Is Paddy Cripps any chance of going past Ken Hunter by the end of his career? Ooh. Oh. In terms of? Just value to the football club. Quality of player. That's a really tough good one. In- tough well, make the call now. One. Make the call now. Tough question. I'd say no. I've got to sit on the fence. No, so you're the one who accused me of having splinters in my ass today. Yes. Well, I've got a splinter right in my Well, come on. No, no. Sense. Make the call. I'll say no. I love Cripsy, but no, no. Kenny Hunter was special. I'll say no. Oh, he I'm was a freak. On, I'm going to sit on the don't fence. Sit on the fence. Well, I'm sitting on the fence. Don't don't sit on the fence. You're not allowed to sit on the fence on this part. You you said yes. you've said many no, times. No, I'll, no, you bring I'll go with, uh, a great honesty here. I'll go with uh, Ken Hunter. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, so four games in, lads. Um, one and three. Jeez, it could have been two and two. Although, let's go back to the very start, and it's not about wins and losses. We understand that, but. It was a bit frustrating, understandable nonetheless, I reckon, what happened on Saturday night at the Docklands. But um, I, I left the ground, I must admit, a bit frustrated at the end of it. What were your overriding kind of emotional sort of responses to that one on Saturday night? I was, I was, a, it, it, it's, a, it's a tale of two halves again, because from the the areas that we can control, I was disappointed about our execution and, and uh, decision-making at various stages of the game, as well as the intensity drop-off in the second half, uh, where the game was obviously won and lost. Uh, but having said that, and, and watching the game again, Gold Coast skills were were, were quite elite. I, I would actually, after seeing that game... Now, don't, don't be afraid to talk up again. You were very good last week. Just just punch it out a little bit. I would rate uh, Gold Coast just <laughs> below the top three on what I've seen this year on that performance because their skills were quite elite. When you give them outside, when you give them space outside and they can walk out of clearance, because that's what they did to Hawthorne. If you saw the Hawthorne game... It was no surprise what they did to us. I, I, I'm going to pick a bone with you before I get your views on the game. It wasn't the second half. It was, it was about eight minutes of the second half. They, they went, we went from um, 12 up, with 12 minutes left in the third quarter, we were six points up. With four minutes left in the third quarter, we were 32 points down. So it was eight minutes. It was an eight-minute period where they just walked through us at stoppages and they connected every time. Seemingly, they went inside 50. They just connected, and bloody Lynch couldn't miss. Yeah, no, I think it was – you're right. I wrote down exactly the same thing uh, the last 10 minutes or whatever in that third quarter. I think they slammed on five unanswered goals. No, no, it would have been, no, it was, it was well, well, it was 49 – oh, sorry, sorry. It was 49 apiece. Seven. Okay, well, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then in the last quarter, they actually kicked maybe three out of the first four. To got, be honest, so they got us in the last in, in the last quarter. They got us in the first seven or eight minutes yeah, as well. Yep, yep. So look, it was a disappointing twenty minutes of footy, uh, to be honest with you. Um, and I'd have to say that the Richmond and Melbourne game we also let us down in about twenty minutes of footy as well. In those games as well, late in the game, and I think Richmond was the second quarter, Melbourne first quarter. So. Overall, let's forget about the. Well, we don't want to forget about the Essendon game, but let's forget about that for the time mm, being because mm. that was an overall four quarter performance. In the other three games, we've let ourselves down in about. I'm thinking around about twenty minutes solid in each of those games, and this particular game, um, I watching it live, I come away thinking, yeah, we could have done this, we could have done that, but I've watched it three times since. 
and clearly we dropped off in that period, really dropped off. And whether that was young kids, like you said, Gex, that had run out a little bit of steam, perhaps, but they did come back in the last seven or eight oh, minutes. No, mate, we were 40, here's the other thing, right? we were 45 down, 45, yeah. 45 down with eight minutes to go. So this could have been blowout. Oh, this I, could have been big blowout. This I, could have been a 60-plus yeah, oh, point. Yeah, I thought hiding, it was going to be a replica of last year at the Gold yep. Coast. That was a 10-goal-plus loss up there. So it was going down the same path. But, you know, to their credit, they, they dug in or fought it out. Probably unlucky not to get another one or two, to be honest. I mean, Kerno's missed a couple of sitters. Yep. I think um, Doherty missed a sitter in On the, the run. last quarter. Yeah, um, yep. Silvani, the one over the top to pick it. Yep. You know, all these things that... Again, I'll keep saying that one of these days, these things will all click and we'll have a really good win and it'll continue to have a good win. But at the moment, things are just not totally going our way. So I walked away and discussed you two, but for the third week in a row, as the dust settled and you kind of thought about it, you know, outside of the siren to siren, I thought, geez, we were well organised again. Like, like, except for that twenty minutes where our our we were exposed. Our second tier in the midfield was exposed. Our front liners um, didn't get it in that period that we talked about. That twenty twenty five minutes where they just piled on the goals. Um, the front liners, our front liners, didn't get it. You know, Gibbs, Murphy. Cripper, who had you know an off night, and he's got to be feeling something. He can't be hundred percent. He couldn't have been hundred percent the other night, but th- that was when I reckon that second tier of midfield, you know, our relievers who had to get in there, roll their sleeves up, and just do, just keep the momentum going. I think we were exposed. That that's where I felt like we were exposed on Saturday night. Yeah, well, I, I've written down here the pos- possessions. Right, have a listen to this for possessions. Gold Coast, I've got. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players of Gold Coast and only four of us. Murphy, 28 possessions. Doherty, 26. Gibbs, 22. Marchbank, 20. That's it in the 20s. 20 plus, right. That's yeah, in the yeah, 20s. Yeah. Uh, alternatively, Gold Coast, uh, Martin, 30. Ablett, 34. Hall, 29. Fiorini, yep. 31. Matera, 34 and three goals. Lions, 24 and a goal. Miller, 24. Harbrow, 24. There's nine, what is it, eight, nine players who are high 20s, Mm. 30s. It's going to be difficult to win a game if we don't have that, like you said, the second tier coming through. They will come through. They will. I don't know if we've actually got the second tier at the club at the moment. We're hoping to you know, improve that area in the next year or two. But right now, it's kind of the A-graders or or bust. Yeah, there's a little bit of that. I agree with that. Is that your sort of assessment of what happened? Like, like, Was that had... a bit harsh, Gex? I mean, or... I think that the disposal numbers uh, basically reflect, again, the skill levels of the two teams. Like, other than the first quarter where there was a high intensity, it was uh, an inside game, there was a lot of tackling, there was a lot of smothering, a lot of compressing of the uh, the contest that made it hard to get it in and out and do something with it. Once that settled into a rhythm, Gold Coast rarely miss targets by foot. And the difference is we just aren't good enough by foot. We miss too many targets. And when you miss targets, you're running in the opposite direction to make up for your mistake. So it becomes energy intensive. You get tired because you're just constantly running backwards and forwards. Forward of the ball and then back to retrieve and defend. Whereas Gold Coast, because they are so good with the football in hand, they just go tap, 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 tap. They're not using energy because they keep hitting targets. They just walk, handball, tap, tap, bang, 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 bang. They're not using energy, but they get the ball from one end of the ground to the other. Set shot goal. It, it makes it look so easy and simple when you have those skills. Um, the only thing I'd say about that, uh, that's what they did in that 20, 25 minutes. And that's what they did with Lynch in the first half. He's kicked five in the first half. And look... I'm not going to, this is not... I'll I'm, break him down, don't worry. I'm going to break it down yeah, okay, goal good. by goal. Okay, There's because no problems. I've got him down one by one. It was a night. He had a night yeah. out, mate. He had a night out, he, you know. Lynch first goal was versus Plowman, right? Yep. Lynch second goal uh, on his own by 20 metres. Plowman didn't get there. Doherty didn't get there. At that stage, I think it was Rowe, but Rowe peeled off to another player, tried to smother him, and he was 20 metres on his own. Third goal, 
All right, here it is. The third, fourth, and fifth goal. Lace out. Uh, a dubious free kick. Yeah. Right? Oh, there, are, there are a couple yeah. of those on and, the night too. And lace well. out. Yeah, and yeah, lace yeah. out another one. But that was three for a row. Then, uh, then you've got Plowman again against him. And then you've that got... That was when Weedering got caught in the cross traffic. Uh, yeah, that little lateral so. one. Yeah, yeah was. Again, yeah, again yeah, Plowman. Yeah. In, I want to talk right? about that too. And then you've got a Joe the Goose at the very yeah, end, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, so... He hasn't... I'm not denigrating his game. He's I a mean, super seven player. goals straight to no, whatever was fantastic. Unbelievable. But... One thing I will say about our defenders and, and Gex and, and all of us have been saying how good the back six have been in the first few weeks. I believe they let themselves down as a group because they didn't go over and help, mm. right? If you know that someone's in trouble, and let's face it, they had to identify that uh, Lynch was a, a superstar of the game at, at 24 years of age. So... If you start reading the play, a white, a plowman, a marchbank, whoever, no, look, McCready and I'm going to leave the two kids out of this, but all the rest of them, if, they've got to read the play. They've got to go over and help. Third man up, fill the hole. I saw Kerno gunner fill the hole, but he turned around and ran to the flank instead of filling the hole. Which one? Oh, uh, that was the... Uh, Charlie or Ed? Charlie. Uh, Ed. No, 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 Ed. Ed, right, Ed. Ed was going to run in the hole. He ran... The other way. He was reading the ball, but he misread it. it. Yeah, yeah, he misread it totally. So I'm saying that on this occasion that, you know, our backs let themselves down by not helping each other out. Mm. I, I, I agree that they didn't help each other, but I'm also going to point the finger at the coaches a little bit about that as well because they didn't, they didn't see early enough how easy and, and how direct – they were getting their their spaces open and isolating Lynch, and it's all right the first couple. But when you see he's kicked five out of their six at half time, something had to change and be reactive to what was happening there earlier. And that, whether that meant a loose man in defence or, or saying to Doherty, That's your done. job's to get in front of him, yep. stop his leading, stop him because. Rowie can only do so much yep. being a yard or two behind him, and Lynch has got the drop on him because he sees the ball yep. coming straight at him. Yep. You can't expect Rowe to beat him in that mm. situation. You he need a chop out in front or, or, or shoulder to shoulder. So know? what I'd say to you two is that if I'm in the coach's box in that first half and I'm in the Carlton coach's box, I'm going, look, obviously Lynch is the standout and he's a headache and all the things he's saying, yeah, okay, if we're four down and they're running away from us, we've got to address that. But in the first half, that wasn't the case. In the first half, we were dominating. We were clearly the better side up to half time. We could have easily, had we converted half as well as they did. Oh, no doubt. Half as well, only half as well. We didn't need to convert at the 100% rate that they were converting at. We convert half of our opportunities at the rate that they were going at 100%. We're four up at half time. Uh, so if I'm in the Carlton coaches box, I'm saying, okay, Lynch is a worry, mm-hmm. but at the time being, boys, let's keep going with what we're doing because if we start hitting the scoreboard, we're going to put these blokes under a bit of pressure. Yeah. So yeah. No. whatever they – that's why I said before about the organisation. I thought, I thought we were really well set up again – except for that 20 minutes when they walk through stoppages. And once they, because all the things you said about Gold Coast, I 100% agree with, once they get goal side and they can get outside the corridor, mate, good luck stopping them. Mm. They will do that. They'll do that to a lot of good sides. Don't worry about that. Do you both agree in the move then? Weedering? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I didn't like it. I hated it. I didn't agree with the move. I hated it. I'm I'm sorry. I'll I'll be honest. I didn't agree with the move in the end of the day. I'd rather have done what Gex said and and tell them to to be a third man up, leave your man, or fill the damn hole. Or just go, okay, Rowie, you're off. Marchie, you're on. Oh. March Bank, he's kicked two well, on you. Sam, uh, Harry, you're on him. Well, that's the other thing, That's too, what I would have done. Is surely they, they could have said to Rowie, well, you go on two murder, Peter, right? Flip them up. They're, they're both yeah. same sort of size, aren't they? And give March Bank the task on... Um, Lynch. Lynch, right? And, and, and swap that. So, you know... Oh, no, I wasn't happy with that. So, so I hope, all I hope is that... It didn't cost us, I don't No, think. no, it didn't. It didn't cost us. That, that's that's All I hope by, is, but, but if you, you make a, it looks like they've made a, it looks like they've, they've got a policy with weedering in the, you know, early in the season. 
and they it looks like they've inv- they're investing in him up in attack. That 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 seems to be what they're doing. Maybe they're waiting for Harry to Harry Mackay to find his foot. I don't know. Maybe they're thinking Wiedering and Mackay might be irrepressible in five years' time. That might be our Lynch and Wright combination. I don't know what they're thinking, but when he's kicked five, and the mo- and the momentum's against us, like really was against us by the time Wiedering went went down back. I've, I kind of felt sorry for, for the kid. I thought, oh, what hopes he got? He's on a high, absolute hiding to nothing here. And we've, we've invested three and a half games in him as a forward. And then the minute it just started to get away from us, down you go. And I, I, look, Kate, what did you think of it? We, we, Baz and I are both in oh, violent agreement here. The coach, the coach had um, given the indication he was going to be doing that. He wasn't uh, settled in one end or the other. Um, he kind of emphasized, I mean, whether he was playing Ducks and Drakes, he emphasised at the start of the year that he still thought he was a backman, but they might use him up forward occasionally. Well, they've kind of done the reverse of that. But I thought till half-time, Wiedering, other than the first goal, obviously, hadn't really been in no, the game. No, he was quite, no, he's poor. So, yeah. you know, I can understand why they might have sent him back to straighten him up and Did see the ball. Up? Was he thrown up on the bench there or into a bucket? Or? Yeah, I don't I know. Didn't what was that vision? Sure. I don't know what the vision was there, but clearly there was something wrong with him. He was a bit proppy at one stage. There was something, and I don't know if that's effect from the, the hey, knock the week before. I've got the, no idea. The fact... He, so, Are we on the negatives or the positives here? No, we're just rolling through <laughs> stuff at the moment. I, I, the other thing I took away from, now that we've Brent mentioned um, you know, Jacob, I reckon we had uh, three or four of our real prime moves through the first three weeks of the season. Really, like off their game. Not, I thought Cruiser was down oh, yeah. after a really oh. promising first five minutes where he just dominated. I want to say something on Cruiser. Okay, so Cruiser, Weedering we've mentioned, Cripps, and I thought Lockie Plowman, who's been a real set-up player for us, had a had a Perfect. had a yeah. poor night. Perfect. Those four were down on the night. So they're the too. four, yeah, and so we still we still could have been three or four up at half time. We look, we still could have won the game, you know, with that with those four. I know that sounds stupid because we're forty-five down. Mm. We've less than ten minutes to go. But if you know, if we kick a goal late, if we kick if we kick better in the first half, and we are what I thought we deserved to be, three or four up. It could have been a different. They they go into their shell. They they they're front runners. You know they go into their shell, and we could have won the game. And it's a complete. And then it's a triumph of structure and system, which I thought for about seventy five percent of the night, I thought held up really well again. Well, you're right. I could be wrong, but, but that's, no, no, no. You're right. But there was something that Gecko mentioned about last week, and I thought you're a little bit harsh about the set shots. But it came to really kill no, us I this did week. Again. Yep. Fifteen set shots we had. We scored four goals, missed three completely. The others were behind. That stinks. That's 15 set shots. At Eddie Head. At Eddie Head. And and I've got to say that probably of those 15, I'd say six, honestly, at AFL standard, should have gone straight through, Mm. in my opinion. Um, Alternatively, Gold Coast had shots in the same area and slotted every one of them. Every one of them. Every one of them. In the same areas, right? So you're absolutely spot on about set shots have to improve. They just have to. Now, look, we end up kicking 12-10, but I can assure you that should have been 16-whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, about your uh, the, the way we played and the way we, we set up behind the mark and all that and guarded space, all that was good, all that was fine, but what is bothering me at the, at the minute is the lack of handballing that we are doing at the moment. We're very kick mark, kick mark, kick mark at the moment. Yeah, yeah. And it's a little bit of a worry because I did look at statistics from every other team and the nearest the nearest to us, we had 98 hand passes. Port Adelaide had 127. Mm. They were the nearest to us. The rest, the good sides had 170 plus, some 200 plus handballs. So is this the way footy's trending and we're not going with it? Are we doing something different to what the good sides are doing? Is it because of the personnel we've got? Uh, we don't have the run and carry. We don't, we're not taking bounces. Mm. We're not running the lines. It's very kick, mark, kick, mark, kick, mark. What do you think? It's an interesting observation. I mean, Bolton comes out of the Hawthorne machine and they were an uncontested mark team. That's what they did. They picked teams apart with foot skills. Now, we're not in a good enough nick in terms of across the board skilled players to do that either. Um, so, I, I mean, that's a watch for me. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. That, that's a, yeah. that's, well, that's been, a watch this space. I think we're last in the comp 
Vambles. For Hambles. Mm. Uh, just, just. Well, it, I don't honestly, feel. It's yeah, all, I know. It's, it's worth watching. It's worth yeah, interesting. And, it's and interesting. Is it something that uh, we need the uh, Sheehan and Byrne to get into well, the side yeah. to run the and he's lines? He's still away, away, well, uh, away Kieran Byrne. Simo hasn't been taking bounces and running the lines. I'll tell you, he's just been going. Simo mm. just been going, and some of his strengths were definitely running the lines, mm. taking a bounce. For some reason, they're very stop-start at the moment. Now, I think maybe a little bit was the opposition on the weekend. They didn't want to give them the ball because they're quick. But I, I don't know. It's a little concerned. Okay, that's, I, I, I mean, I haven't broken it down like that, but it, it's, it's, I mean, only it's an I watched the game three times. interesting statistical observation. Uh, look, uh, just... I, I would suggest that our burst players, our guys who are you know quick for the first four or five steps to break out of their... Um, their restrictive sort of space are all our young blokes at the moment. I, I can't think of, unless they get ahead of steam up, our senior players um, aren't, you know, aren't overly quick. We've got guys from half back that can sort of stream forward into space, but uh, even our midfields aren't overly quick. So, yeah, look, it is it is something we need more of in the side. Um, but you see the difference again between the two teams when it comes to those multifacet sort of skill levels. Um, we're a bit less sort of uh, flexible in all those areas compared to other teams, but uh, it's it's an evolutionary stage. We just got to we just got to do what we can do. Yeah, well, it's know, worth the cruise with yeah. the cruise. Yeah, go on. You said uh, yeah, you yeah, said yeah. that he um, he was down. He was down. What I've noticed with him. Uh, Lately, is he's he's in the congestion, and he's really happy to get uh, the ball onto his boot, even if it goes ten, fifteen meters or whatever. Right? Yep. I think Cruz needs to have a look at that, and I think he's better off lifting the ball up high. Mm. He's a tall man and giving out a hand pass to some runner instead of doing the ten, fifteen. I agree totally. Yeah, you know, and he's had him smothered. Then they're not doing anything, and I don't want to be critical because he, we love him, right? But if you look at his efficiency by hand and foot over the first four weeks, I suggest you don't have a look. Hmm. They're below 50%. Yeah, yeah. And I, last week, I'm going to forgive him because that's a wet day. But prior to that, uh, and we, I think we had him in votes too, it was down around 40% or something. This week, it was real it was terrible. So I think he needs to bring our runners into the game. He's getting it. He gets it. But those kicks that he does, that's they're just they're nothing kicks, mm. and it's all right last week because he was trying to gain meterage, but on a dry surface like that, yeah. mate, that's no good. That's no good. He's got to try and find the little blokes. Put the hands on. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, regardless of the situation, the game. The minute you have your hands on the ball, doesn't matter how much pressure you're on, you are obliged to try and get something constructive going on with that ball even if it's flipping it out into an open space in your team's advantage at the very least but to try and handball through brick walls that sort of appear you know and think that you can keep doing that and it's going to work in your favor it'll just get rebounded back to the opposition every time you have to try and find a hole a gap or hear a voice and try you have to train for that stuff too not just wait till the game i mean that stuff should all be sorted out before you play. So where are we at? Andrew Phillips played against the babies of the AIS. They played the under-18 academy squad on Saturday night. Before had it, they had a, an easy, a soft kill um, against those kids. Um, I don't. We don't read too much out of that. But Andrew Phillips went around again in that game the other night um, for the Blue, Northern Blues. Are we? It's getting closer where they're going to have to make a decision. I'm not sure how many weeks Phillips is away from you know, being physically ready to play AFL footy again, but I suggest it's probably getting pretty close. He's going to be, you know, maybe a week or two away. What do we do? Can't Could, play him. Can't play him? Can't play him. I'll tell you now, we're too top-heavy. Yep. We are too top-heavy with um, with the lack of pace from uh, Thomas, the... Uh, I would say White had a pretty poor game on the weekend. Yeah, no, he was, he'd been in better form than that. Better yeah. form than that. Uh, By the way, I don't think we had a lot of good players on Saturday night. No, well, I've, you'll yeah, see yeah, yeah, yeah. after. But I think we're a bit too top-heavy. We've got to get more those, uh, what is it, those Collingwood six-footers. You know, like Tommy Williamson. Yeah. More of them. I just think we've got to get more runners into the team. and Skill and impact. 
Yeah, you have to have skill. Yeah, we've got you too many to dead men. Dead men. Who so no don't. two ruckmen. No two well, ruckmen. Not at this stage. I don't, not at this stage. I what does that mean? What does not at this stage mean? It means it's oh. a it's a game to game. Uh, you have to weigh up the opposition's strengths, and if you need to, like, you could have almost justified having another ruckman on Saturday because the guy. Uh, Cruz was up against was killing him in, in, him. in the centre bounces. Yeah, he did. But Wits is in career best form. He's he's emerged out of nowhere. He's almost one of the best ruckmen going around. But at the can moment. you play Rowe, Casbolt, Phillips, and Cruiser all on the same side? That's it, that's the. I think that's a bit of a worry. It's a fair question, particularly if part of your sort of in between the arcs. If one of those players happens to be Simon White, and you've also got Dale Thomas in the side. Who neither of, uh, you know, fleet-footed, neither a quick ball to boot, neither a quick, you know, creative types. I mean, Daisy wants to play that way, but he just can't anymore. I mean, he's, well, we're talking about him now, so let's continue. I mean, it it was, we know. Look, we every Carlton supporter's been having the same conversation about him, but it it was, and I knew, I thought I knew this, I knew this anyway, but it was confirmed for me on Saturday night that here is a bloke, and this is when you when it's sad at AFL level. When you've got a bloke whose brain is still in the game, it's still in. You know, Daisy Dale Thomas knows what to do. He just can't do it anymore. Mm. He can't do it. He can't get to. It. He can't lay a tackle. He can't get across the ground laterally. He can't hit a target anymore. Uh, his foot skills are appalling. Uh, that that one that he missed, Silvani late, was like the fa- final straw. I I don't feel sorry for him because he's making a lot of money, but I do feel sorry for him because I feel like he's busting his ass to do all the right things, but he just can't do it anymore. And um, we're in a position now, I think, where we've just got to pick blokes who deserve to be in the team. And, uh, you know, I don't think Dale Thomas deserves to be in the team anymore. Oh, it's got to be three, four, five blokes in the reserves well, right now scratching their heads and saying, well, why aren't I getting a game? Yet there's two or three in there that... I mean, look, it's round four, for God's sakes. But we did say we're going to give some blokes a month. Yeah. And I think... Um, I'm trying to be kind to yeah, Daisy well, look, here. You know, I, see, last week we got in, involved in the euphoria of a win against the old fogies, and and it was a wet day, so everyone sort of was hiding. Not hiding, not hide, hiding's the wrong word. Um, their deficiencies weren't being shown up. Correct, right. So then you play a fast, skillful side, and you're going to get shown up. And if we're going to be, be getting better and better and better, well, clearly there's two or three in the side at the moment that are not going to be in that fold. So in the next two or three weeks, you know, we're going to have to see some players coming through again. And, you know, there might be Smets and Kerridge and there might be Paulson, there might be Cunningham. It might be Harry Mackay, even if he's not in good form. Um, Gee, he was in good form early in that game the other night. Was he okay? Oh, I, I yeah, hardly start, saw any of it. Oh, so. no. Look, again, I don't want to take too much from it because yeah. they're, they're playing under yeah, 18. Yeah, but no, okay. he was his first quarter and a half was was pretty good. Okay. Yeah, so, look, good. I mean, there's going to be some decisions in the next two or three weeks because uh, clearly there's, you know, we probably, we've touched on a couple, but, yeah. So, you said this at the start of the year. Podcast one, you said um, he should have gone to the club and said, I'm, I'm done, I'm cooked. Let's resolve this. You know, let's have a payout. Let's get out of this, like, you know, honourable people. I can't do what you need me to do. I can't do what you're paying me to do. Um, and I scoffed at it it's he's got a contract and he should be entitled to honor the contract have the on, have the contract honored right now i'm i'm thinking if i was annie mckay annie mckay and i'm brendan bolton and i'm steven silvani and i'm dale thomas and dale thomas's management i think i'm trying to have a conversation right now listen this is going to go on this is going to be a week by week conversation um what do we do here should we sit down and try and work something out here. There's a couple of kids on the rookie. I mean, Gallucci's warming to the task. He's obviously put the injuries behind himself. Carlton would like to have a kid like Gallucci I'm, in the team. I'm hearing he's close. Okay. Who, to get Gallucci. From good, from good? Yeah, good source. Okay. Good source. He's close to getting uh, actually elevated. Well, someone's so. got to come off the primary list for that to happen because we're full. So, you know, for the good of the Carlton Footy Club, long term, it might be in everybody's best interest if Daisy and the footy club come to some sort of... Although if he retires, you can't replace him. You can't replace him if he retires. It doesn't work that no, way. No, it doesn't work that way. Mm. Well, look, I mean, I know it's round four, 
but they have to have some something in place. They have to have like a sit down and say, well, is will he be at the club next year? And if he is going to be at the club next year, and we're going to pay him at whatever we're going to pay him, it'll be a lot less than what he's on, then we don't have the conversation anymore. But if it's like, gee, I don't think he's going to be on the list next year. I really don't. Then you have the conversation, say, listen, you know, <laughs> we'll tell you now, you're not in our plans going forward at the end of the year. And then you have to make some decision as to whether you let him play the rest of the year or what are you suggesting, like, chop him? Well, there's probably no... Now that I understand, I was sort of talking emotionally and thinking about the rules, but I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that if a player retires, you can't replace him. It's only for injury. It's only if a player gets in long-term injury list, you can replace it. Somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. I've got the rules in front of me, but I'm pretty sure that's right. But you've probably got nothing to add on what you said on Thomas at the start of the year. Uh, the, all the patterns have been established mm. now. I don't think anything's going to change. Mm. And, um, you know, I've got nothing against Daisy, but it's just uh, it's, it's a matter of what's best for the team. I'm only looking at that point of view, really. So it's cutthroat, it's ruthless, but that's just football always has been, always will be. Yeah, no, so there's an issue that needs to be resolved there. Uh, just on Gallucci, who, you can't tell me who was telling you, but I'm interested to know, was it someone who might have an, an inside line into Eddie's front line who might? Oh, definitely. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Okay. Can't reveal yourself. No, I'm not asking you to tell me. I'm just trying to read. <laughs> I'm trying to read your body language yeah. here, Bagsy. And yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's yeah, very good. Because he's he's buzzy at the moment. He yeah. he looks like he's put yeah. it behind him, and he's clever, and he's quick, and he's yeah. creative, yeah. and he's a bit cheeky, and he's a bit like this. He's, he's exactly like the player we don't have, if that makes any sense yeah. at all. Yeah. Like Pickett, I thought Pickett showed a bit. Oh, he didn't yeah. get much yeah. of it, yeah. but yeah, gee, no, there no. were four or he, five moments the other night. Yeah, it could have gone really well for him. He yeah. could have he could have put three or four through the through the big sticks. Just on uh, inside fifties, we've ended up with forty four and kicked twelve ten. They end up with forty six. 46 for a winning side. That's I think I'm pretty sure in saying that, again, every winning side this weekend had 58-plus inside 50s. They had 46 inside 50s and scored 17 goals, 6. Some of the winning sides that had 60-plus scored like 80 points. Look, that underlines what I'm saying about our setup and our systems and what we were doing, I think, were good because we prevented them from... Yeah. It wasn't an it wasn't an avalanche. It wasn't no, a bombardment. No, no like way. It was, it was forty six yeah. entries. That's a you gotta be proud as a team to say we only allowed them in forty six times. The negative is we, we let them score, you know, what they've had, twenty three shots out of forty six entries. So every second time they're going in, they're having a shot. Alternatively, we we went in forty four times and had twenty two shots, and every second time we went in, we're having a shot. Mm. It's just they kick straighter than us. Yeah, we we were up. We so, actually we're hitting the score. We were actually kind of hitting know, the don't scoreboard. Be, mm. Don't be too sort of down about the whole scenario. But you're right in saying that twenty minutes was the the game killer. Oh mate, you know? I, they're the numbers. The well, numbers were so we were twelve up, twelve minutes left in the third quarter. We're six points up. So we're we're well and truly we're into the third quarter. The game's restarted. We're into the third quarter. We're eight point six points up with twelve left. If we kick. The next goal, you know, at that stage, well, you're a couple of goals up and momentum's with you and hoot, but, you know, it didn't. Eight minutes later, we're 32 down. So that, that is it. There's the game right there. We can't do that to anyone. Yeah. We're, not, no. we're, we're, not, we're not the side that can do that no. to anyone, but unfortunately it, can, it, it did happen to us. Yeah. Um, I don't think it'll be the only time it happens to us this year. Oh, but no. Oh, no. It'll, it, happen. it'll happen yeah, again. It'll happen it'll again. Happen yeah. again. Yeah, see, a lot of people... Uh, were they're on the tackle bandwagon and good on you all out there with the tackles. That's that's fantastic. I've driven you to but, go tackle mad. That's <laughs> fine. That's I've got no issue with that. And eighty two tackles to forty four our way. You will win eighty five percent of games if you are tackling at uh, a plus thirty eight ratio, which we were. So Boys out there, just keep doing it. It'll turn your way. If you're going to do 82 to 44 weekly, you'll win 85% of your games, mm. right? Just got to be careful with the one-dimensional tackle uh, stat because tackling can sometimes mean you're just chasing tail all day That's as well. true. That's true. What 
what I did love was Fisher's chase downs, oh, awesome. Pickett's huge, chase awesome. downs, huge, huge. Silvani again. Yep. You know the the yep. chase down tackles. Some of them resulted in rebound goals. Were they're, they're the things that change momentum, get the crowd up, yep. get the get the side up, and they have massive effect on the game. You know, well, inside fifty, we end up having seventeen tackles to four inside fifty, mm. but just on the byproduct of tackles. Just to let people know that tackling is not like you said, everything kicks. You got contested ball; they're plus twenty three overall yeah, at the end yeah, of the game. Yeah. Uh, uncontested ball through the roof, plus one hundred and three yeah. their way. Mm. Clearances, which I think we're pretty good at. Clearances normally they got us plus eleven, and handballs they got us plus one hundred and fourteen. Yeah. So there, though, there's the four areas that they clearly got us, and the outside and all that sort of stuff. And the tackles was one part of the game, but it's not the be-all and end-all. So when I bang on about tackles, I'm banging on about them, meaning I hope we get the rest of uh, the rest of those areas covered. It's a found it's a it's a building block. It's yeah. a foundation of any good team. So you're 100 percent right, Gecko, um, but you're 100 yeah. percent right yeah. as well, Bagsy. So um, go I just, on. I just want to bring up something about something. If 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 you just want to talk about it at go, all, I don't you know. You if talk you're doing about it. When I want to, no, 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 no. I just want to bring up. I'm. Well, it's I'm, a bit late now. The adva- if we don't want to talk about it, because uh, you're bringing it up anyway. All right. The advantage rule. <laughs> the advantage rule. Oh, there was a. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I know. I'm going to say that one, but can I ask you both? Because you're both EPL and Italian soccer fans and all the rest of it. We're soccer fans. Mm. I'm a soccer fan. Mm. We mm. all are. Is that West Ham going this year, Bolan? Not the best. Right, okay. Um, Juve is, going, right? Are they? I don't follow Juve. I follow some Dorias. I don't worry oh, about sorry, it. I thought you were this man. Don't worry about it then. Okay. Listen to me. Now, what I'm saying is that is there a possibility of the AFL looking at the way soccer plays the advantage rule. You guys know how they play it. The, the ref won't blow the whistle. Mm. He'll see the free kick. He'll see where the ball goes. If he, if he thinks the advantage is to the team that he was going to pay the free kick, he will just motion his arms, Yep. play on, it's all yours. Or if there's no advantage, he whistles, bring it back, it's a free kick. Can it work in the AFL or not? It can't because Why? of three umpires. Right. I, I I don't think it can because the bloke who's in charge will go do what you're doing and the bloke who's in the the section behind him will go, Oh, Nackers has missed that in the, it was holding the man. And the, oh. and you're going, Oh, hang on, I was I was letting the advantage okay. go. Yeah. So Fair I cool. think I think confusion between the three umpires on the ground would reign supreme. Because that, that one with Fisher and Wright, Wright gets the pull around the neck. And Ablett. And the Ablett one, yeah. yeah it, well, it was the Ablett, exactly was the Ablett one. Wright wasn't paid. No, Wright got paid the free kick. The oh, is that one you Yeah, he got paid the oh, free kick the one around the Fisher, neck. Yeah, sorry, Fisher yeah, goes yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. Fisher doesn't... Fisher's playing the ball. Yeah. He's playing the ball. Yeah. He keeps playing the ball. He's got someone right on his ginger. Umpire sees oh. him going for the ball, says, oh, advantage, advantage. There's clearly no... There's clearly no... Just drop me mic, folks. Um, there's clearly no advantage there, right? So, But he calls advantage. Yeah. The ball spills. I can't remember if they got a goal or not. But they, doesn't, did. they did. They got a goal. Oh, yeah, right. there. Yeah. So in that respect, I kind of feel that... Uh, they put the onus on the player. So Fisher should have stopped. Mm. But he didn't know if it was a free kick to ask, to them, to what, to anything. The Ablett one was even worse. Every single player stopped, stopped. And looked at the umpire. Well, that's that ball's got to come back that, to the middle. That, that is rubbish. Nah. So, the rule, anyway, the rule's wrong. Just the thought I'd just interpreted. So you reckon it definitely I, can't I, work? I don't think it can Should work. Should the AFL look at it? I don't think it can work. They look at everything and they yep. can, they continually, and that's part of the problem. That's part of the reason that for every they look at things so much that they decide to make a bit of a tweak here and a tweak there. And I think they're doing it for all the right reasons, but then there, there are these these unintended consequences of all of these you know alterations they make to the um, the 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 substance of the rule, and the things that happen as a result of it we don't want to have happen. Mm. Um, so in your example, if it was a one umpire system, probably no worries. Mm. But I don't think it's going to work. In I, they're I also keen think, to blow their whistle, these blokes. Baz's suggestion has more merit than the current situation because the problem is when an umpire has to determine football-type situations, Mm. they're not equipped to do it. They're equipped to be arbitrary. 
and to read the rule book and understand it, but they don't understand the nuances of oh, football. Oh, no, I don't disagree with so that So that's these are the scenarios that kill the game yeah. when an umpire sticks his head in where he's not an expert. But at. you're asking umpires now to interpret what players are thinking and you're asking them to add layers to no. the rules that we're asking them to determine decisions upon. I think in Baz's... It's hard enough anyway, I mate. I think what Baz is saying is let the play go to a certain point and when it's clearly obvious that nobody has been advantaged... But how, how much how much time do you give It doesn't matter. Well, it does because... In if soccer, you give, it doesn't. No, but in footy, it will. You can't... I don't think you can allow, allow one team to have... Um, Three chains of possession after the... No, I'm not talking about... I'm talking about the first... Whatever happens next, immediately after the Correct. possible advantage situation, mm-hmm. like the Fisher situation. Okay, Clint, so what... He had three blokes around him, man. There's no advantage there at all. He was clearly disadvantaged when oh, no, he I'm called not, advantage. I'm not arguing with so that. So stop play. Stop play. Mm-hmm. Bring it back. I've made, I've made the wrong call there. Mm-hmm. Let's just... Yeah. It's not that hard, I don't think. Uh, yeah, oh, look, it shouldn't be. I think it's worth looking at, that's all. Because it's well, bugging why, me a little bit. Well, I think they, I think they actually do it. In, I think I saw it at the MCG in the Easter Monday game. I think I saw Dangerfield get a free kick. And this is the other. And they this call is the play on. This is the this greatness. Is, and so the, I think it, it, I think what you two are talking about occasionally happens. Mm. It does occasionally happen, and I don't. I can't remember which umpire it was, but Dangerfield got the free kick, played on, um, chipped the ball across the face of goal, looking for a target in the goal square who he missed. The play went on for. Six, seven, eight seconds no, after that, the incident, no, and then the umpire realised Dangerfield a hadn't kicked the goal or hit the scoreboard and hadn't hit his target. You don't get second and he chances. went right. I back you, come. You don't get you. second chances. Well, that's sort of what you're. It's no, sort no, no, of no. what you're talking it's about. It's all about did the player who might have had advantage actually have advantage? Well, yeah, but that, but, but what Bagsy's the 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 example that you two are citing. Dangerfield did have advantage in that case, but his skill level let him down. That's his, his skill that's his, at that point, I know, but the, umpire, but the umpire still caught it back. Yeah, but that's that's in my considering of it, it's wrong. But so the play went on. There must have been ten seconds of football played after the free kick was paid. If he took his kick under little hindrance, then it's his problem for stuffing a kick up. But he wasn't swamped by four players as mm. he kicked it, was he? Well, no, 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 not no, at all. That's all, no, that's that's all I'm open. talking about. No, no, it's wide open. Like, yeah, look, now look, let's move on. We've got to get on to some positives um, too. Can we talk about, you mentioned Zach Fisher in there. Oh, well, let's just have a chat about him. Oh, fantastic. And the best part about that goal, well, the goal was sensational. But I saw on the replay, that kid, he looked inside. He looked, mate. He looked inside. He, looked. he knows. He looked inside, tried to do the team thing, saw no one was on and said, right, I'm going to jag this. I'm going for it. Mm. And home she went. Mm. It was it was absolutely it was fantastic that kid uh, also the second assist that he had not long after in that quarter I think the ball went down the goal square there was a mark two big tackles a couple Charlie of big tackles in the goal yeah. square he plucked it out oh from the goal line handled it, yeah oh, handled it, it over to Pickett and Pickett yeah, slammed it, it through yeah. uh, the rundown uh, later in uh, his poise that he's got uh, I think everything he did I think he went at about. 80-something percent too. I think he only got about 12 touches, but he went at 80%. So I think, by and large, we found one there for sure, um, and he'll he'll only get better. And again, these kids, like Williamson the week before, like McCready in the previous couple of weeks, 18-year-olds, isn't, they're not showing older blokes up by, by no stretch, but what they are showing up is some of the absolute hack duds we've had at our club over the last three or four years yeah. that could not... Would not and would never have pulled on a Carlton jumper, mm. only in the resis they did. And now we've had pick 27, uh, sorry, pick pick 5 or 6, pick mm. 27, pick 47, pick 61 from last year's draft. Mm. Not the super draft that we had uh, where we had, you know, Kerno and Silvani yeah. and all those guys there. Because two guys there uh, this year are a little bit slow to get a game. But last year's draft, four guys in right now. Mm. Cheers, I hope they stay in. I mean, McCready might be a little bit sore. He copped one in the calf, I'm not sure, but um, oh, he was special. Oh. I loved what he did. Yeah, Discuss. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a footballer. I mean, you can mm. see he's nous, he, he inside and out. He, he's got craft. He's got uh, vision. He sees the spaces in front of him, and he uses them well. I mean, inside out, uh, 
each sort of showed the full gamut. It's just a matter of getting the miles and experience into him mm. now, and hopefully his body stands up. Um, well, you guys said he played in the waffle last year, didn't mm. he? Yeah. So he, he might he knows be what he's to, doing. He might be able to cop. No, he knows what he's a doing. A bit of this and a bit of that. Oh, I think he thought. I think he copped a couple. He, he was. He didn't shy away. First minute of the game, he, he copped got, one. He got smashed. Oh yeah, the ground he, he didn't shirk any of the physical stuff the other night. He was. He was prepared to put himself. You know, in the way of these, you know, battle hardened they're they're not a heavy they're not a heavy physical team Gold Coast, but he went where he had to go. And that's what he does. He puts his head in the hole and he always has, you know, and he'll continue to do it. He's just a he's a ripper. I think you touched on Pickett before. Yeah. What about when you burned off Sard? Oh mate, twice. <laughs> you know, like so when when it happens for him, when it's gonna happen oh. for him, you're gonna see him open the game up. Mm. He, well, could he, did, open... he did, he did, well, he just he didn't did, he just, just didn't kick the, yeah. the goal. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring up another bugbear of mine here, and it's the around the corner kick. Oh, he should have kicked the drop punt, I know, but you know that's know the modern he's going game. Flat that's... Tack, yeah. But he's he's one of a number of players we have at our club who It's not just at our club. I and in football in general. Um, and you hear the commentators, I know there are certain, Dunstall and Carey are, are onto this all the time. Just cut the nonsense, boys, and mm. learn to kick a straight ball through the sticks. It's it's so much direct and easier, seriously. Just well, Maybe it's not for them. Maybe they... Th- it's habit. Yeah, it's oh, habit. Well, it's all know. it is. They like hitting the fat part of the footy. I don't know. Look, I don't, I don't get it myself. You know what I was like. Look, just let's just understand. Dead eye, dick, dead eye, dick, miss. Understand that what we're doing at the moment is more often than not not working. So let's keep it simple and make it more correct. So are you saying that we make the simple things look hard? Sometimes we do. I just is, that, re- is there a little bit of that or not? Our, our, our uh, kicking inside fifty is still so silly sometimes. Uh, the biggest example was Ed Kerno in the last quarter streamed through the corridor and he's gone wide to oh, Matty Wright yeah, who geez. led to the pocket only yeah. to open up space for the players in the goal square behind him. And if you look at the replay, it's gone out of bounds. Gibbs in the background's pointing at the goal square telling Ed, what the hell are you doing, mate? Mm. That was the kick there. The senior players, they've played so much of their football and they've probably been told this a million times. You've got to get this stuff right, boys. Seriously. Second quarter, Cripps, middle of the ground, had Cruiser on. You probably don't, he's not supposed to go to Ruckman, but he was clear of everybody in the middle of the ground. Misses him, right? Terrible kick. He's got Pickett, and I can't remember who the other one was. You can't see it on the replay, but there was another one. Streaming oh, in the goal. Wide open down. Oh, oh yeah, wide yeah, open yeah, by yeah, 30 yeah, metres. Yeah, so if it yeah, goes to yeah, Cruiser, yeah. if you hit Cruiser, Cruiser turns around, easy goal. Mm-hmm. Second quarter, I think we're actually in front at that stage. So it puts us further in front. So these are the things you've got to get right. You can't get those things it, wrong. I reckon it's a combination of, um, you know, poor decision making and, and, you know, mixed in with poor execution. But it's as much confidence, I reckon. And or, there'll, there'll come a time when. Pickett kicks the goal the way he wants to kick the goal, right? Mm. Instead of the way you want him to kick the goal. And he'll do it again and again and again. He'll kick his first three instead of missing his first three. And then it'll just be, give it to me, boys. Mm. Let me go. This is what I can do. Charlie Kerno's a really interesting player for me. me. Uh, he, I reckon Charlie, and this is my one little, um, you said, what was, what, you, had a, you wanted a segment a couple of weeks ago. Uh, under the pump or... Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was it going to be? You wanted it? A... Yeah, blowtorch. Blowtorch. It's not I'm not quite a blowtorch because he's a baby, but I reckon Charlie can be anything in this game. He, he showed his best minutes in this game. Yeah, oh, I think he had some really good boy. moments without massive intensity. He, I reckon, is a kid who was so good. I'm just a guess because I never saw him play junior footy, but I'm, I'm imagining that he just was so good at junior level. He kind of did it on... He would have done it easy, I reckon he would have done it pretty easy. And I reckon he, I'm not going to say he likes doing it easy at AFL level. He's still a baby and he's learning and he's trying to learn. And he can put on a bit, he can get his body harder and that'll happen with another couple of pre-seasons. And he'll feel physically more capable of impacting a game of footy. But I just want him, I want it to happen now. I reckon he's, he can be more dynamic in games now, if he, and we need him to be if he just believed himself and just attacked the contest just a bit harder. I'm not saying he's soft. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that about him. 
But I'm thinking that he sort of sits off it a little bit at the moment and says, oh, somebody else will do that. My turn will come later. I just want him to have a bit more urgency about his footy. I you know what that. I'm talking about? I saw you know what two I'm or three occasions he could have reached in and grabbed the ball and he decided to skirt around uh, waiting for the easy one. And I did see that. Um, and then I saw the good parts. Oh, he's, like he's you saw too, you know, the good marks. But then you saw the poor shots at goal. But he's a player. He's he's a weird one for me. I, in time, I think he'll go through the midfield. Mm. I'm pretty sure so that agree, that's going to yep. happen, I think. But he's a very good one to have lead up on the wings and in the goal square because he's, he's a good mark. Oh, yeah. I think he's a good mark. So, But I did see what you said. That was It was evident on two or three occasions. Should have reached in. Go and get your own ball. Uh, Charlie, come on. And a time you, will come. You're better than that. A time will come. I mean, it. you know, look, I know the comparisons with, you know, Cuda are obvious. Did you see him open mic, by the way? Yeah. I'll, I'll chat about you about that. Um, the, the comparisons with him are obvious because they're similar types, you know. They look a bit similar with the floppy kind of hair as well and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. It took Cuda a long time um, to get the confidence to, you know, get right in the middle of it all. He was an outside player and then he could go inside – and mix it with the big boys by the end, you know, that in the glory part of his career. What did David Parkin say to him? You're going to play today, Cooter? You're, yeah, you're turning right. up today? Right. You turn you're turning up, up today? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you, know, you can't say that to Charlie at the moment. No. But well, let's hope that he's just going to turn up. What'd you make of Cooter in, on open? But did you, you probably didn't, I see, didn't it. see it. Yeah, I watched What'd you it? make of it? Uh, I felt a bit sad watching that. Yeah. I'd, I don't uh, like seeing people like Anthony Cooter No, no. He, he reached out to the club. The Ratten days, and mm. I believe he asked them to come back for free a couple of days a week just to help out in some capacity, and they said there was no job yet. Can I say this about that? That was a bit ordinary. From the club's perspective? I think so. Well, why yeah. didn't Cooter go and coach somewhere then? Uh, After that, go and, go and coach Lyle oh, or someone. He probably didn't know any better, mate. He probably well, did. He just, his ties with Carlton, mate. When you were at Carlton for, that, what, mate. 18 years or something, rather, you probably just you probably just wanted to oh, mate, we be were around loving, and whatever. Yeah, like, don't I don't you know. know. I, I, I felt a bit... I felt sad. I, I felt so. I don't like seeing. I don't like seeing that sort. Of, I don't like mm. seeing. Uh, I can't the, believe the, Dennis Pagan gave him a spray too, just quietly, because like seriously, how could you not like Cooter? Give no. me a spell. Well, yeah. Piss off, Pagan. Well, maybe Cooter's a bit too nice a bloke for oh, Dennis. Who knows? Piss off. Who knows? Who's Pagan? Um, you said, "Can I just? Can I?" There was a while we're talking about external media to what happened on Saturday. Uh, there was a story, and I sent you both the link to it on AFL.com during the week. Nick Bowen wrote the piece about the seventeen uncontracted players on the at the list on the you footy. You told cup. me twenty-seven. Well, how was it? Twenty-seven was it? You put twenty-seven in the, in the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. I've got written down here. Well, you made a typo error. Well, when I said it to was. me. Well, I just got the list. So here are the guys that at the moment are out of contract at Carlton. So you two tell me if you're in charge of. List management, are you rushing to give him a contract, all right? Dennis Armfield, who's a free agent? Dennis Armfield. This is beyond 2017. Oh, don't all answer at once. Oh, oh you want an answer now? Yeah, now. Call no. and response, is it? Yeah, oh. I'm going to mention the name. Okay. You tell me whether he gets a contract. No. Probably not at this stage. Blaine Bokehurst. Nope. No. Dylan Buckley. No. Yes. Oh, I'm, just, I'm going to give him another chance. So that's a yes for you, right? You're on that side, and go, that's Baz over there. Kicko, right? Um, Levi Casbold, free agent. Levi. Yes, at this stage. Um. Yeah. Gee whiz, that took a while. Uh, Charlie Kerno's a yes. Yeah, yes. Right, definitely. Yeah. Ed Kerno's a yes. Yes. Yep. Christian Jacks. Mm, depending on what happens for the rest of the year, but yeah. at this stage. Probably no. Can I just say, I saw him kick two from outside 50 yeah. on Saturday. Yeah. It's exactly what we want because we've got no one that can kick the ball from outside 50 at all. If that kid just realises that, you're pl- hey, mate, you're playing footy, you're getting paid, put your head in the right spot and you, you could actually get a game in our squad because we're crying out for a bloke who can kick the ball from outside 50. This guy's soft in the head. Yeah. So I'm saying now, probably not, but, jeez. To be continued. Can kick from outside 50. Oh, anyway. So you're both sitting on the fence with Kiss and Jacks. Oh, no, both, I've said oh, no. I've, I, I can't see it. Uh, Jed Lamb? Yeah, I think so. Jury's out on that one. Uh, Harry Mackay, of course. Uh, Andrew Phillips? 
Yes. Yes. Yep. Uh, Sammy Rowe. Yes. Simo, free agent. Yes. Yes. You've got to finish it, Carlton. Liam Sumner. Yes. Yes. Dale Thomas. No. No. Simon White, who's free agent. No. He's 50-50 at this stage. No, give me a yes or no. How old is Whitey? No, just 28. 29. Yeah, possibly not, but... Give Honestly, me a yes or a yes, no. Yes, I'll say okay, yes. Okay, good. It wasn't that hard. Uh, and Matthew Wright. Yes. Yes. Right, okay. So that's there. Can I give you a little one? I know. I think I know someone we're after. You've missed two or three there. Well, that was who was on the list. How about the Bokehursts and the... Well, we're Bokehurst, well, mate. Come on, don't oh, leave okay. the people in suspense. We're after who? Who are we after? We're, we're duty-bound to say if we hear something, are we? Of course we are. The name Jacob Hopper mean anything to you? Oh, it means a lot to me, yeah. Bloody yeah. oath. Debuted impressively last year. Out of contract, uh, unkeen to sign quickly. At the uh, people laugh because he's another giant. Uh, uh, folks, this is one that can play. I believe we are. Oh, look, I haven't spoken to anyone at the club. Hard nut. Yeah, no. Uses big, the ball. Big body. Gets in the way. Tough. Can, can massive I, upside. You want him at the club. Upside. You want him. Uh, I'm hearing that we are. You Front know, and centre. I hear we're really we're having a go. So bring Victorian boy, bring him on. Yes, North Ballarat yeah, Rebels. That's another yeah. same as yep. Tom Williamson. Yep, yep. Bring no, him on. Certainly ticks a few boxes. So I'm hearing that. Sauce, if you're listening, I think Sauce. Get up there, son. If it's true, <laughs> I reckon Sauce is probably down the track a little bit <laughs> in terms of speaking to him. So that'll give Lloydie and all the people who like um, having a go at us. For yeah, another GWS bloke. Beautiful. Yeah, actually, the GWS blokes are going pretty good at the moment. Yeah, can I just say too? That you know, this era, and we've said this a few times, started at the start of two thousand and end of fifteen, start of sixteen. Since then, the eleven blokes we picked up in the national draft, chances are at this stage, every single one of them is going to be a player for the footy club. Go back and have a look at every bloke we picked up, and it, it runs so contrary to what we've done in national drafts beforehand. But it looks like every single one of these players is going to be a player for us. I There's a chance they might all be in by the end of the year. There's in, every in the single side. chance, uh, Jack, every chance. What about Jack Silvani? What, what about him? Well, did you well, think he played well on the weekend? Oh, well, look, I'm going to tell you something in a minute because we're going to get to our votes in a tick. Just continues to evolve as an all-round footballer, doesn't he? Like yep. he he shows that he's got the full kit bag. He's a ground-level player. Aerially yep. goes well. Presents better than nearly everyone else in the team. Even up on the wings. And and how well the, did he use the, the ball? Middle, how well did he use the ball? Hundred yeah. percent disposal efficiency. Yeah. Which went uh, in the middle in the last quarter. Uh, late. So, um, no. Okay. Future captain. I know people... I don't think Weedering... I think there's going to be a long-term contract announced regarding Weedering you know, at some stage in the next 12 months. Big money, long-term, lock him away. And I know people are in love with either Weedering or Cripps as captain of the footy club stuff. Jack Silvani, for me, if I had to pick one of those three to be a captain of Carlton by the time they're kind of into their sort of 23, 24, 25-year-old period of their life, this kid... He obviously bleeds for the club, you know, and he wants to be part of a great Carlton. Uh, he he is he's every bit a leader at that football club. You plucked that one out. Oh, it's just it's, it wouldn't have wouldn't have come to my mind. Uh, I thought oh, maybe Doherty is it. Yeah, no, he might be the he might be the next cab off the rank. But I'm just saying, oh, I've got he's got captaincy written all over him for me. Jack's the position and role that he plays on the field makes it difficult. Well, what to be position a and roles he going to play? It's generally the midfielders or the key position players. He might it? be a high half forward that pushes into the midfield, that yeah, link man type. I, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not saying he can't be. I'm just saying the position he plays. Is... Taylor Walker's full forward. He's a pretty good captain. Yeah. Wayne well, Carey not, was a fair I'm captain. I'm certainly not putting played. it out of the question because yeah. he's got a lot of great attributes. Oh, I shouldn't have mentioned but, Carey. Uh, should I? We should we shouldn't put too much pressure on the guy. I yeah. mean. No, I'm not. I'm no, no, no. But we're happy to say that you know we see leadership potential in other blokes, um, and you can be a leader without being captain. But poor um, McCready had a funny old game. Uh, the 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 pass that caused the goal. Oh yes. And then there was another one that he passed, and luckily uh, the mm. Gold Coast bloke didn't in- intercept it. But then you see the smother or two that he put on. Like he th- he wills himself to the contest. He really does. Um, and he's got good qualities. And look, you know, he might have been a little bit unlucky there, but I, I don't mind that kid. No, no. I think we're all singing the no. same song on that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Righto, we're um, at our vote stage, so do I have to keep telling people what we're doing here? Well, just in case you, oh, just in case you just joined us, you're listening to the Greg Towns episode, and it's the first one you're listening Ken to. Hunter. <laughs> we're doing a Carlton show P and F, and that's how. Well, the way they do it at the Footy Club is four, three, two, one, or Zippo if you don't deserve a vote. And they tell him up at the end of the year. And we've got Luke Ryan out there, who's just a superstar, who's tabulating our votes for us. And this week, he actually put your votes and yeah, his votes, my votes, collated them. You're you're on, can you get on Twitter? Assist, There's bloke. people calling for you to get on Twitter. Yeah, there is. They want to be able to connect. Junior Time wants you on Twitter. They want to connect with you. I'm time poor as it is. Don't, you don't have to, <laughs> mate, do you do a poo? <laughs> do you poo? Do you sit on the toilet and mate, do your poo? Mate, I'm We're taking this to it. new I'm territories. Hopeless. Well, that's the time to do Twitter, mate. My daughter's not in Japan your bloody at the dinner moment, out so, there. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, guys, I'm a little bit quiet on Twitter at the moment because my daughter's in Japan. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only way you know how to drive this stupid thing. Uh, right, Geek Man, give me your votes, please, All right, for um, our Carlton Show BNF. The the first the highest level of votes I gave this week were three. I've gave I've given three to Jack Silvani, 100% efficiency rate and 10 marks for the match. Uh, and three to Levi because, and we haven't mentioned him tonight, but his last two or three weeks I've been really happy with. Or since I'm glad you put him in, because I've got him in and then I was worried because I thought... No, we haven't mentioned him. And yeah, well, sometimes we save the commentary until the BNF. I, I, uh, I put a, 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 a cry, a cry out. To mm. Levi to to lift his body. Language. I think he listened to you. Took and ten marks. Look, he's been he's been really. Uh, what I really liked about Levi when he wins the BNF this year, actually wins the John Nichols Medal. He will th- he'll dedicate me. it to you. Definitely. What I've really liked about Levi, amongst his <laughs> uh, much more competitive nature, is he has started to lead up from the goal square and present himself to the goal kicker. He's He's probably marked three uh, marks in the last two games that way, and that's something we desperately need. We need the lead-up, big lead-up forward, and he started playing that role. So good on you, Levi, and maintain what you're doing. Two votes each to Mark Murphy, Doherty, Gibbs, and Fisher for a great debut. We're very uh, impressed with Fisher's game. And one each to Marchbank, Simo, Ed, and Charlie Kernow. Charlie Kerner gets a vote. Okay. okay. Well, yep. Good gee, I feel a lot no better about my votes now because I was really, really worried about who I gave votes this week. Never worry, mate. Back yourself. Uh, no, I was a bit worried. I don't like you when you you didn't do it this week, so I, mm. I'm going to give you a big pat on the back. Mm. But I, you do like, uh, have you, what have you done with your votes this week? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, look, I, I was happy with me first three. I went Doherty three, Silvani three, Murphy two. So I was very happy with that. And then I went really quiet. I just went Simo... One, Marchbank one, Fisher one, Levi one, Ed Kerno one, and Gibbs one. I thought there was a couple in there that maybe were a bit lucky to get the one, but I was a little bit soft this week. So. Well, we're all around the mark. Mm. Um, I've got th- no four votes. Um, three get three votes from me, Doherty Murphy and Silvani. Just the skipper again. He's just, you know, when we were dominating, or dominating, when we were on top, he was a dominant. He was a dominant force impacting the game. Yeah, but I'm going to say something there because our leaders, right, when we were getting punished, right, I think our leaders needed needed no, to agree do with something that. there. No, they they were absent. They, they really they, were, they were absent. So. Yeah, they did. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, but in the modern game, they can't do it 100 percent of the time. They just can't. You can't no. do it. You can't. You, that's no. where we need we need to address the, the second round. Yeah, run. that's where we need to address it. Um, two votes each to Gibbs. E. Kerno and Casbolt, all the reasons you mentioned, Gecko, spot on. And one vote each to Simo and Zach Fisher. Every time he was near the footy, he looked like he knew what he was doing. And that's a very rare quality for a first gamer. He's just, I'm in love. I love him. I love him. I love him. I love all these young blokes. They're all made of the right stuff. And, um, you know, hopefully, I reckon Cam Polson's going to be close this week. He was, again, he got plenty of it and worked hard and ran. He does what you said at the start about handballs. He creates overlap run. He gives it, runs, gets it. So he's one of those players that makes, give me the ball back. He, he's just, he does, he does. Him, so yep. he's one of those players. So um, I spoke to Kieran Byrne on Saturday night. He's about six, still six away. Still six. But I, feeling I reckon good. he comes back a bit earlier than the, the mid, the June, July. I reckon he's a slightly ahead of time. Uh, he's feeling, he's, he said he's feeling good, but they just, they're not going to take any risks on it. Now he'll come um, through the reserves anyway. Won't yeah, he, for probably. Two or three weeks. Probably, probably. Well, on the reserves, um, 
like I didn't watch them, so but I can give you um, my possible future son-in-law <laughs> works for the Northern Blues, Paul Sebastiani. So he's given me Smets was okay, Cunningham was okay, Kerridge had thirty-eight, uh, Sheehan was good, and Paulson was excellent. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. somewhere in the mix there, we might get a couple of plays in this week. I think because uh, clearly, I think we're too top-heavy. So hopefully, we can get and against Port Adelaide, you know. They're soft as butter, so we've got to get them hard early over there, which we normally go okay, don't we, over in uh, Norway? Uh, did anyone give um, Kane Corns a call this week? I shouldn't be saying this and poking the bear mm. before we oh, play. You might as well poke it. No, but you see, he, he won't listen. Sam Powell Pepper, it'd be eight touches. Yeah, uh, there you go. Eight touches on the weekend. Eight, touches. Mm. eight lousy touches mm, on the weekend. Sam Powell Pepper. There, Kane. Uh, right. <laughs> um, Thanks for listening in. It's terrific, and the feedback we're on Twitter is awesome. Just a little reminder, we haven't done a reminder about iTunes in the last few weeks, but subscribe on iTunes, um, download the show automatically through there. If you get the opportunity to give us a little pl- like a little re- review on iTunes, I, the reviews are humbling, mate. Have you gone on and had a I've look? read them. I've read them. They're unbelievable, unbelievable, mate. They're not all family, are they? I don't, think, I don't know anyone. I honestly, hand on heart, do not know anyone who's done it, but... Mm. Uh, there's 45 or so, or so reviews on there, and they're all five-star glowing. So um, thank you. We really appreciate it. Oh, look, it. can I just say something? I think people are sick and tired of watching. We had a good win last week, and I watched every single damn footy show there is to, my, to mankind last mm-hmm. weekend. Hardly any show gave us any credence, hardly gave us any footage, hardly said anything about us, right? So, folks, we will talk Carlton till the cows come mm, home. Mm. You know what you're going to get with us. No bullshit. But for the media out there who just want to disrespect us and not give us any um, applaudance whatsoever. Applaudance, a, I like it. Or for a damn good win yep. against a side who people were tipping to be guaranteed top eight last mm. week. We showed them up. And I think it was damn disrespectful. Good on you, Bagsy. Do you feel better for getting that off your chest? Yeah, I'd like to say a bit more. (laughs) We don't use the F word, do you? (laughs) You can if you want. No, no, no. If we ever need to. No, 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 because there could be kids listening, mate. Oh, no, they don't use the word these days. No. Um, Good to see you, blokes. Sweet. And we a chance or not? Sneaky. There's a bit of there's a bit of uh, history Something. between these two clubs. Yeah, they're, they're off two losses now. They they have to they'll be they'll be supercharged. I reckon. We just got to roll up fit because we were we were running on yeah. about five spokes uh, in the uh, yeah, wheel last week. I agree. T- totally agree with that. We need to bring some more changes. Fresh blokes. Hit the scoreboard. If, any, if anyone saw, put your hand up and say you saw. Don't play. Yeah, I think they'd be pretty good at that. Um, that's it. We're done and dusted. We'll be back again next week to do it all again. Thanks for listening to the Carlton Show, folks, and uh, good luck this week. See you, boys. And they will know that they've been playing against the famous old dark moon.